call it. New mercies. Hallelujah. Yesterday is gone. Praise the Lord. It's new mercy. Praise God. So we just thank God for that. And we get ready to pray to the hands of our missionary evangelist, uh, Veronica. Father God, we thank you right now. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us this morning, waking us up. Thank you, Lord, for another day, new mercies. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord, for watching over us as we slept in slumber last night. Father God, did nobody get up? Some people didn't get up this morning, Lord, but you had mercy upon us. And Father God, for those that's listening on the podcast all over the United States, Father God, we ask you, Lord, to bless each and every family that's on there listening to the Sunday school and listening to our service, Father God. Father God, you bless your servant as she come come and teach the word and come and teach the Sunday school, Father God, and you increase in her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Deacon. Good morning, everybody. God bless. God bless. God bless Today's Sunday school lesson, Prophet of Courage. Bible base comes out of 1 Kings chapter 18, 5 through 18. Bible truth, Elijah defends his prophecy, his prophecy of the drought to the wicked king Ahab. Memory verse. And Elijah answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou, as thy father's house, is that ye have forsaken the commandment of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaamy. First King 18, 18. Um, lesson A, by the end of the lesson, we will um, compare Elijah's response to speak to Ahab to that um, Obadiah's response to to report back to Ahab, gain a sense of Obadiah's um, concern when reporting when reporting Elijah's message to Ahab, and act in boldness when speaking the word of God. Background scripture: First King eighteen and nineteen, Matthew seventeen one to three. Read and incorporate the insight gained from the background scripture into your Bible, into your studies of the lessons. Um, we're gonna start with First um, King eighteen. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land unto all fountains of water and unto all brooks. Pre-advantage, we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive that we lost, that we lose not all the beasts. Uh, five, so so they delivered they so they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way. By himself, uh, just uh, just a little background on the scripture uh, on this chapter. We're talking about the uh, wickedest king of Israel. Over uh, Ahab was the wickedest king before his time. Uh, he was the worst king, and why? Because he ended up picking up the uh, uh, habits or or rules or or behavior of his wife Jezebel. Jezebel mm-hmm. was a 
worship her that was not of of what the covenant of Israel um, um, had to themselves. You know, God gave them rules and regulations. So he became um, Jezebel's wife, and Jezebel served a different God. Uh, God of flesh, a God of uh, all this crazy stuff that was against God. That's why, and he became wicked. It was the one, it was in his heart. He to live like of his wife. And this is why, um, him and um, Obadiah was trying to do God's work. Basically, he was uh, Obadiah was a man of God. He a man. He was a man that feared God and loved God. You know, and um, so he was sending him. You know, for the land for the peace that we may save instead of um, trusting God. They no longer trust God. He he allowed, or he was the king that allowed. It's for the turn of the uh, in and out. Uh, seven says, um, matter of fact, let me read. Say, unlike King David, who repented and um, sought the Lord during Santa, Santa never uh, stirred Ahab to repentance. Instead, Ahab. For food and water, Ahab asked Obadiah to help him go to all all the land of all all fountains and brooks to see if there was any grass to feed his horses. Ahab is not is not concerned about the lives of his people as he is about his livestock. So he was basically trying to do God's work. Because God is like um, a scripture before. If you read the um, Sister Teacher. And this is what caused Elijah to go and be. Uh, v, 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 wait, 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 V, 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 stop, stop. You're, you're, you're uh, breaking up and you're, you're like uh, vibrating and stuff. Am I? Yes, mm-hmm. we can't uh, hear nothing. Hello. I don't know why it's doing that. Yeah, you might want to start over what you were saying before. <laughs> I got to start all that over. No, I'm scared. <laughs> you hear me? I don't know why it's uh, breaking up. That's because the lesson is really, really good. And, you know, the enemy going to have a seat. What do you want? Don't you see I'm teaching? I just why I told you to go get in your own tablet and, and leave me alone for an hour. Okay. Is that better? Can y'all hear me clearly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Without breaking up. Okay. Let's go back. All right. Just a little bit from um verses five through um six. And it was saying, and Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land, unto all fountains of the water, and unto all brooks. Uh pre advantage we may find grass to save the horses. Okay, see Obadiah was a servant of God. He a man that feared God. But um, Ahab was the wicked king. And the reason why he became the wickedest king because he went with his wise belief instead of the belief of the covenant that God had left them. He started living wicked and ratchet and against God's way. So now he's trying to save his flock. He ain't thinking about the people. He's thinking about saving his beasts. He ain't thought about their lives or anything like that. 
like that. That's what the um, summary right up under us said. Unlike King David, who repented and sought the sought the Lord during famine. See, Ahab didn't seek the Lord because why? He wasn't living under the covenant of the Lord. He was all against what God had left the tribe of Israel. Instead, Ahab plans to scout the land for food and water. Ahab asked Obadiah to help him go go to all the land, to, to all the fountains and brooks to see if there are any if there's any grass to feed the horses and mule. Ahab is is not a is not concerned about the lives of, of the people as he about the lives of his stock. You know what I'm saying? Cause he well, he didn't he didn't care about God's people. Only thing he cared about is his livelihood. What he can do as a king. He was a I mean like once again this is about being um Elijah coming to him. And they concerned about so I'm not gonna go get ahead of myself because that's 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 in the other scriptures. So his concern that not all his beasts would um, die, you know, so he, that's all he was concerned about, just his beasts. So his concern of the animals is perhaps motivated by his desire to preserve a strong army. So he wasn't thinking about God, he just wanted to stay ahead of himself. He just wanted to stay, be, become the big guy because he was, he was, you know, they had a big army, and he was overtaking people at the time. Well, God was allowing him to walk in um, courage, but all at the same time, he was wicked. He was wicked, but he was also an heir of King David. You know, there was going to be good kings back here. If y'all read, if y'all go from Genesis all the way to where we are now, to First King, it'll tell you about the kings. Good, There were some good kings, and they, they, were, they were bad, but this king was the most evil and the wickedest one. Amen. Anybody got anything to say before I go on to the next? Where did um where did, where did Jezebel come from? How did she end up getting married to Ahab? How did she end up marrying Ahab? A actually, he when he found her, I guess. <laughs> I see missionary in <laughs> Jezebel, 
Jezebel was the daughter of the priest king. Ooh, what a name. Eth Baal, ruler of the Kosa physician cities now in Lebanon of Tyre and Sidon um, Arsadie. When Jezebel married Ahab, she persuaded him to introduce the worship of the Tyrant god Baal Melkart, a nature god.
of the beliefs and things like that. I think this is what they that were so ordained, thrown by that one time. was ordained by God um, back with uh, Moses in there when he gave them the Ten Commandments not to mix yourself with anybody else because of that. Because they right. had to go through a whole lot of sacrificing and separation and purity and then mm-hmm. those people live in a camp. Right. Right. So that's, that's how a lot of, yeah, we weren't supposed to be because of the differences and God had enemies. God had true enemies. Those are the ones that came against who he was. Amen. Okay, so Mr. Panetta, go, go ahead. Go ahead with your question and then we're going to move on. Okay. Question three. Why is, what is his name? Oh, better than fear, fear, understandable. It's uh, Obadiah.
conspiracy or lying. That was right. Elijah's disappearance earlier in his sudden reappearance now suggests to Obadiah that God's spirit is miraculously transporting the prophet from one place to another place. Right. Amen. He was definitely, he was definitely afraid of, you know, of, of King Ahab. But he definitely, you know, his fear was understandable because at the end, if he would have came to him, because y'all got to remember, if you go back and read, he was looking for him. And they, which is in the street, he, they was looking for um, Elijah, and Elijah was unable to be found for three years. He was hidden. God had hid him and took care of him. You know, the righteous food, and he got water by the brook. You know, saying, but he was. But while they were going through, they couldn't find him. That's why they he ended up killing uh, prophets, other prophets, and uh, Obadiah hid him in the cages. You know, he feared God not to touch his anointing. So he began to save the prophets. But they were looking for Elijah because Elijah is the one called the draw to the city to, from God. God said, hey, this what's going to happen. He spoke it up on him, and then the draw came. Right. Exactly. The of this guy was like, hey, you, you, they've been looking for you. Now you just going to pop up? Now, right. we're not looking forward to this mean, evil man and telling him that I, yeah. I, 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 I you know, right. they're going to think, well, hey, I had something to do with it. I can right. lie, you all. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a whole lot of stuff. Sister, right. um, I see your hand, Yolanda. Is your hand up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I wanted to say, too, that Abadai, even though he, um... You know, he didn't want to, you know, you know, as far as with, with Elijah, you know, didn't want him to go to the king, you know, Ahab, about, you know, the, uh, what he, what God was telling Elijah to do. But also Ahab was also afraid because he was um, hiding other prophets wow. also. He was right. hiding them, them from getting killed. Plus, and and as you can see, in a way that Obadiah was weak in a lot of ways. Right. He was weak because one thing, he was also afraid of the king. He was weak, and what I'm saying is being weak is is because he's you know Obadiah, even though he had the faith that he had. Yes, he had the faith. But also, he was weak in a way, and you can see that he he was too afraid of Ahab and Jezebel instead of trusting in God. Right. You know, and I'm saying uh-huh. that we can we can be in a position like that where, you know, we should be if we in a position like that, we should always trust in God instead of just being afraid of man. Amen. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I'm saying that's what was. Because we know Obadiah was working for Ahab and Jezebel. So what? He might have been thinking about what? His life. Right. You know, if I get in trouble, uh, I ain't going to be able to have this anymore or have that anymore. But they, once they find out what I'm doing. Okay. But, you know, uh, Obadiah had to learn how to trust in God. Right. Because he did show his weakness in that. All right. That's Amen. what God has to do, not to fear men. Right. 
right. to trust in him because even Elijah, even Elijah had some fear when he left, when he had, you know, when he had left um, to escape, when uh, Jezebel and she wanted his hand was going to kill him. She owned it. Um, that lady, I'm going to make you go to sleep. And that um, he 
Sister Teacher, yes, sir. I want to read something after what you 
what you were saying were, were right. Uh, thank God for Wanderlust uh, coming on. I want to read. Amen. I want to read this, Vanetta, where you can hear this. The sin that always gets Israel into trouble is apostasy. During Ahab's reign as king, his wife Jezebel established Baal and Ashtoreth as the official gods in Israel. Baal images were often in the shape of a bull, representing strength and fertility. This confrontation between Ahab and Elijah is the prelude of the famous encounter between Elijah and the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. God's judgment reminds the Israelites that God is serious about his commandments.
No. That's what I'm saying. So, so what I'm saying is, yes, the Ten Commandments is still our rule. God's law is still our rule, no matter what. We are the two things that we we, we have to do that I'm learning as I'm doing my research and Pastor. I hope you've seen this too. Is that we have to make sure that we are we govern ourselves accordingly to what God says, which is actually His commandments. Right, and that we understand Those are two things that we have to do because this new system that's coming up is going to have it totally different, and it's going to have you doing Catholicism, and that's going to be the rule of the land along with the White House. But y'all got to remember, uh, uh, this, uh, I know you might have heard this, Doctor Lanham. In 2030, in 2030, that's when they're going to start setting up the one world. Religion, the one world government. Oh, government. That's just that's just and nine one years. World money source. Yep. Yeah, be one world money, religion, yep. and government. So this this um and I see that I really wants to talk. I just want to say that this lesson is so apropos because uh, Elijah stood for God's
girl owned, wanted to own, and everything in my house that she touched the doorknobs, the handles. And then I prayed and asked God to uh, have mercy on her and her daughter's soul because the wrath is coming. It's, it, we already told me, I am removing you, but the wrath is going to come, and I'm going to remove you because if I don't, you'll try to help. You'll get in my way. I prayed for the demons because there's a couple of demons that has attached itself themselves to her. So they have been in here attacking me. And you cannot let that happen. Thou should not have another God before me for my constant prayer. That is one of the Ten Commandments. So, yes, if I have to die, I will die in the name of Jesus. Sister teacher, yes, sir. let's, I want you to, to look at this, we went off in a sec, because I know y'all talk about the Sabbath, we know about the Sabbath, mm -hmm. we that are on this Zoom line mm -hmm. today, every last one of us, we got the road map to heaven in our hand, the Amen. word, the word of God, Amen. now that's not, we're not going to be knocked out of the box, because because if we're going to be knocked out of the box, you got a whole lot of denomination that's going to be knocked out for Sunday. That ain't that, you know. I mean, you got a whole lot. So what I'm saying is by us being uh, uh, under grace, being saved, it's a, some things that he, 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 long as we come for it, long as we know, who all know that on this line they've been born again? All of us. All of us. Now, 
Can't nobody take that from us. Hallelujah. But us. Can't nobody take that from us. But us. like a dog. Israel was who God loved, his people. People 
people and they are saying and, and I and I hear them, uh they talking about the Sabbath but then you got the majority of them not so the only thing that I look at is the grace that God has given us and we better live holy every day we better not miss a beat we better we, we better live this word all that we know how that, that's where we at now we, we coming we, we coming where the rubber gonna meet the road like, like like she was saying, we're going to have to make some decisions up the road. They're going to be trying to do this. They're trying to take our, all of our, our First Amendment rights. I, no, I ain't talking about, I, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about far as speech. They're trying to, they, 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 they well, you ain't, you ain't going to be able to say what you're saying now that down the road. You ain't going to have no, uh-uh, uh -uh. it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. That's different. Take me home. Take me home. Take me home. Elijah threw it right back. And some 
look at this. Either we're going to live for Christ, and, we, and, and, and the Christ has got to go Is my living in vain? Is my plan? We have to get all this now. Hallelujah. The way Ahab, uh, Elijah stood up to Ahab, praise the Lord. We got to be like that. The way Paul stood up, we got to be bold here. Y'all have to, you know, because they ask for 
Now we have to deal with the punishment of our king because of his decisions, because of what he's saying. They're putting all these rules in place that don't even belong. They're taking out what God said and how God put it in, and now we all have to deal with it. Yeah, we do. We all have to suffer from because King Ahab made the whole, everybody suffer because he went off and he married into a, a, to, to a foreign god. Praise the Lord. And Amen. we have to God, you know, now that we know what to do, now that we know what this lesson is all about, it's all about trusting in God. That's what it's all about, praise the Lord. It ain't about your problems, it's about what God expects for you to do as his His servants, praise the Lord. We can we portray a, a thing in front of everybody, but if we're not living it, it don't make a difference. That's yet, right. Absolutely. Ahab was the because I read it. Ahab was the blame for, for Israel's fall as well. He was the blame for it. Mm-hmm. I read on praise the Lord. It says Ahab, right here, uh, evangelist, Ahab tried to repent, but it's too late. And, and, and when you, when we are people, because I'm about to close it out, when mm-hmm. we as a people, knowing doggone well, try to put the blame on something that somebody, blame yourself for what you've done. Blame yourself, oh, no, praise you. God, because that's the I'm problem. Veronica. You always want to put, everybody want to put on, Oh, it's your process. This is this the reason why. No, don't try to put the blame on somebody else. Blame yourself, praise the Lord, for what you've done. Don't try to put the guilt on somebody else, praise the Lord, because then that lets me that let people know that that you're hiding. But if you come like Elijah did and stood in front of Ahab and just said, "No, it's because of what you did," they ain't got nothing to do with with. Uh, uh, what God did because you worship them idols. That ain't that ain't Israel's fault. It's your fault. You put Israel in that in that category. Praise the Lord. And, and you got to acknowledge what you did wrong. Put it that way. And people don't like to acknowledge how wrong they are. They don't like to repent and, and say I'm sorry for what I did. But the Lord, the Bible says, every day we supposed to repent every day. It, it don't matter what it is. Whether it's the little things or the big things, it's the thought or whatever. Lord, forgive me for the wrong thoughts. Lord, forgive me if I wasn't walking right. That's what we repent for. We don't repent just for the, uh, uh, for it. Sometimes you have to repent for nothing, or even if you ain't did nothing. Lord, forgive me, Lord. I might have said something, blah, blah, blah. You got to repent for that, praise the Lord. Because if we don't, praise the Lord, it's, it's going to be why we don't get in trouble with God if we don't do what he said. And that's what he had to do. He got God. Because God knows those because God knows the sneaky things that people do and thinking God don't know. God sees everything. God sees what you do everybody do. He sees it. And then you think you've gone away with it. You think you've done something. But you're going to answer to God. Because God will manifest it to the light. He will manifest it. Hurt someone. God knows it. God knows it. Yes, he does. And and to answer what Vanetta's saying, that at the judgment seat, he's going to play it all back to you. 
life right back to you. Amen. 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 Some of the sins that you thought you got away with, he's going to show it to the, everybody that's watching. Amen. So that's why we have to be cognizant of what comes out of our mouth and the actions, where our feet go and what our mouth speaks. Because God Amen. is recording everything. Everything. Yes. So we just Amen. thank God. Honey, school left, pray, Lord. And this just teaches us, praise the Lord, to watch what we do, Lord. We, I'm not saying, praise the Lord, that we won't fall because a just man falls seven times. And, but we do not yeah. back up. Just because you feel that one day or that one time or whatever, don't stay in it. You praise God. Repent and ask God to forgive. Just move on. Thank God. We thank God for everybody on here. Hallelujah. We just praise yes. God for the new mercies today. Hallelujah. And we all want to know that we love each and every one on here. I love everybody on here. Praise the Lord. And thank God for the Sunday schools that we are able to have. Praise the Lord. Because when they start closing up these churches, we, we don't have to be on the zone anyway. Praise the Lord. So we just thank God. And we ready to close out our Sunday school. Thank the Lord for the teacher of the Sunday school today. And we just want everybody to know that on the podcast or whatever, we love you as well. Praise God. We just thank God for um, everything uh, for y'all listening. Praise the Lord. And we get ready to dismiss the Sunday school. May the Lord watch with me indeed when we're absent. One from another, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And our model is a child's. Save a, a child, save a soul, save us a life. Now we're going to turn that into our hands of our pastor. Amen. We thank the Lord. I'm going to ask uh, Vanetta to stand by, Deacon John to stand by, and Danielle to stand by because once we get down the wire and we open up and we get to uh, after uh, Vanetta, we're going to put it right in the hands of our Dr. Landingham where she got plenty of time. We only got one speaker today, and we're going we're gonna to turn her loose. But we thank God for all that are on here. We thank God for the podcast. And the podcast, listen, the Red, Red Blum Fox Podcast, we give you a shout-out. Uh, the Philippines, Germany, Virginia, uh, Ashburn, Virginia, Washington, Virginia, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Wooter, Ohio, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Le- Leveland, Texas, Garland, Texas, California, St. Joe's, California, Mountain View, California, Oakland, New Jersey, Clinton, New Jersey, Illinois, Chicago, Washington, Seattle, Washington, Oregon, uh, Boardman, Oregon, South Africa, Western Cape, South Africa, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Dales. I hope I hope I hope uh, they they listening, and I hope uh, our pastor up there uh, can hear us uh, on that on his Zoom call. Uh, pastor Walls, Georgia, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Mont. Montgomery, Alabama, and the reason why I give y'all a shout out is because we want y'all to know that we appreciate y'all listening to us from all over this country. We want you to know, we thank you, because you could be listening to anybody else, but you decided to stop by Jesus is the way to hear us. We just had an hour of power. We got another hour of power coming up, so we want you to stand by. Uh, we, we thank you for everyone on the line and all the, the saints that are listening on Zoom. We're blessed today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we first of all, we come just to say thank you. Thank you this morning for waking us all up, clothed in our right mind. 
with all activities of our land. God, we thank you for giving us, oh God, salvation. We thank you today, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for a brand new day, a mercy day. We thank you for this day. And God, we ask that you continue to bless us as we go throughout the rest of this day. Bless the podcast listeners. Bless us, God. Give us a word, God, that we may live by. And God, give us a word that we won't only hear, but we'll do. Because we believe in you. We believe in your word. And we have no other God besides you. We have the God that made the heavens and the earth. And we thank you today, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our God also. We thank you, God, for being our God. Oh, there's none like you nowhere. If you search the earth over and over, we still can't find nobody like you. And we stopped by this morning just to say thank you. Open our ears. Give us understanding what you're trying to say into the church. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Deacon John, unmute your phone, please. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Psalms 
eternal God we thank you for those that pay tithes to take care of your house God we're so grateful Hallelujah. that we're taking care of your house God and the tithe payers and bless those who have to give and bless those who have not to give that they may have next time to give bless those that plant yes. seeds return that seed back yes. 100 fold yes. and honor your word yes. in Jesus name Amen. Jesus. We're going to have a couple selections, two selections, then we'll be ready for Dr. Lanningham. Uh, just we acknowledge Tier, we see you. Nikki, we see you. Jeffrey, we see you. We thank God, God for y'all coming on the Amen. line today. Amen. Amen. Thursday, Friday. Amen. We belong to the Lord every day of the week. Yes, I yes. went back in time on y'all, didn't I? Y'all didn't yes, know I had it. Yes, it was wonderful. <laughs> I try to be jamming on Sunday morning at this time. We're not going to waste. We can win the, we in another hour of power with Dr. Lanningham is in your hand. Yes, sir. God, those were two of my favorite songs. Douglas Miller, of course, and Bishop. Um, uh, what is the last one? Okay. As ye have 
are complete in him, which is the head of principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen, and with him through the faith of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your sins, and the un uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over him then in it. Number 16. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or in the new moon or of the Sabbath days which are a shadow of things to come but the body is of Christ. <laughs> Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels intruding into those things which he has not seen vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind and not holding the head from which all the body by the joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knitted together increaseth with the increase of God. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, that's important, being dead from Christ of the rudiments of the world, why as thou living in the world are ye subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not, which all are God, which all are to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom and will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to satisfying the flesh. I'm going to stop there, but then I'm going to go over to three after we have a little discussion about this. We got to find wholeness Hey, missionary, one sec. I'm sorry. Pastor, did you look and let Sister Beatrice in? Go ahead, missionary. I'm sorry. She just texted me saying she can't get in. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't see her up there. What, what Paul is telling the church of Colossians today is to understand and know who and whose you are in Christ. 
uncircumcised heart, the uncircumcised flesh, he circumcised us when he was on the cross. That's when we, when God made, a, when Jesus made a way for us to get to God, that's when our circumcision happened, okay, through Jesus Christ dying on the cross. He made a way for us now to be able to come through to him. So by knowing that and by honoring that, what we do with our life tells whose we are. So if we are truly God's person and we are truly God's child, then it will show in our feet as our actions walk. It will show in our mouth as we speak out of our heart. We will show the light to the world as to whose we are. What God is saying is, now that we have been circumcised and saved and transformed and we are children of God, have peace and love and joy knowing that that's who you are. Knowing that nobody can pluck you out of God's hands. Only you can take you out of God's hands. But no man can pluck you out of God's hands. You're wrapped up in the spirit of God. And so we have to walk like that, and we have to talk like that, and we have to show the world our banner as to who we are. In verse 16, he said, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink. So that means that you can really eat or drink anything you want to. We don't have a rule that because we're Christians, we can't eat frogs, or we can't eat cows, or we can't eat meat. You know what I'm saying? We can't eat pigs. We don't. Those are traditions of the world. And God is saying, now that you're in me, you don't pay attention to what the world is saying and doing. But what you do pay attention to is what God told us to do. He's given us the instruction on how to live upright and circumspectly before him and before his people. He says, uh, or in respect of holy days, or of a new moon, or of Sabbath days. You'll hear a lot of talk about these particular days and these particular things. But first and foremost, know who and whose you are. You are in God. So if somebody comes up to you and say, because you don't put a penny on your forehead and spin around three times on Thursday, you don't know God, that is not correct. Because we know that we are God's children. Amen? Amen. So I guess what I'm saying to you right now, church, is to secure in your mind, make sure and settle it once and for all who you are and whose you are. Because you cannot be effective in God's kingdom if you're worrying about that. You have to know without a shadow of a doubt who you are. How do you do that? Of course, by what we do every Sunday. We come together. We have Bible study. We, we have worship. We, we pray. We have our own specific things that we do to know whose we are and who we are. It's important that you know that your connection is open with God. Because as we said earlier, things are going to start heating up. We're going to start seeing the prophecy 
really unfold. And this is an exciting time. This is a, an exciting time to be alive in the world right now. Because what God promised and what God said would happen, we're seeing it unfold before our very eyes. Think about all of the different the different uh, populations that have, that have, have been here and died hearing about what we're about to see. So it's a blessing, and we should thank God that we're here and, and that we're able to see it. One other thing that God tells us to do, he tells us that he doesn't operate in the spirit of fear. He operates in the, in the power of, uh, of love and a sound mind. Peace, love, and a sound mind. I say, we that going on on it with it. Yes, that's what, that's what he tells us to do. So if there is any apprehension, and as we see the things unfolding, you go down on your knees to the Lord, and you tell him to give you peace. Because you just want to be an innocent bystander sitting on the side of the road with your lawn chair and your popcorn watching the show. Because you know who you are. You would not let these things upset you. Because you know God is coming through. He goes on to say, and this is the thing that he's saying, which are the shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. So yes, the shadow of things to come is the prophecy. And we will start seeing it, and Pastor and I will be talking more about it. But the bottom line is, you know who you are. You will not let anything that seems uncomely or anything that's happening in our news, or anything that the leaders are doing, upsets you to who you are, because you know, out of the, you know, without a doubt, that you are in Christ, and that you have won the battle, because Christ won it for us. And isn't that a glorious thing to be in a fight or be in a war and know that your side has already won? That's why we can sit on the side of the road and that lawn chair with a box of popcorn and watch the show because we've already won the battle all we have to do is stand stand and know and see the salvation of god that's why what our job is is to be secure in who and whose we are let's go over to colossians 3 and 1 colossians 3 and 1 now, we know that we're God, and we know that we're in God. We know that we've had our experience. We know that we've been transformed. We know that God has touched us. We know our life is not like it used to be before we knew God. So we know who we are. We need not deal with that anymore. Because I know sometimes that in your mind, enemy can get in your ear and say, well, because you did that, because you ate that chocolate cake, you ain't saved. Because you slipped down, you ain't saved. No, stop all of that. Uh, foolishness in your mind. You are a child of God. If you ask the God, if you ask the Lord to save you, you are a child of God. You are a child of God. Put an end to that roller coaster. Or am I? Or am I not? Am I? Or am I not? The word says you are. So let's move on because we got work to do for people that don't know God. He says in Colossians chapter three, verse one. If then, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So we know those things are heavenly spiritual things. We should always have our word, our sword. We should have the, the tools that will help us understand what the sword is saying. 
like our concordances and our Bible uh, handbooks and things of that sort to break down if we don't understand. We can always go to Google and Google things and words that we don't know, that we don't have an understanding to. So you have what you need. You have what you need in order to continue growing good and strong <coughs> homes in Christ. Verse 2 says, set your affections on things above and not things on this earth. So, after we've been through this whole pandemic of 2020, I mean, just look at the whole year of 2020. Our affections, unfortunately, many times were set on the earth. It really was. Because we had to see who was dying and we had to see how far the, the, the contaminant had gone and we had to see, you know, if there was a vaccine. And, you know, we've had a lot of time on the things that's going on on this earth. But God told us to set our affections where? On things above. So if you find yourself getting overwhelmed or getting worried or getting stressed out, about what things are going on. You have to establish a pattern. I mean, you have to establish a discipline now in yourself that you will set your affections on things above. Because as we talked in Sunday school, you see that a lot of things are coming about. But you know who you are and whose you are and where you stand. So therefore, you do not get worried or upset. You set your affections on things above. If you find yourself being having high anxiety or worried about what they're saying, you set your affections on things above. Get that peace from God. Ask God to give you peace. Ask God to give you comfort. Ask God to give you more love. Ask God to give you the ability to, to lay down and relax so that you know that you have a great infusion and connection of God's spirituality coming to your spirit. In the time of need. If we set our affections on things above and not things on this earth, we will live a great, peaceable life. Because we know God got us. We know God got us. He told us that he won. He rose. Next Sunday on Easter Sunday, he's getting up. So we say here in the world. He's getting up. This is when we honor him coming and resurrecting. Getting the, the, the uh, grabbing the keys from death and the grave—that's what we celebrate. We celebrate that God came down out of heaven and came on earth and showed us how to walk in His character, and then got up on that rugged cross and went down into hell and took the keys from the devil. This is what we're celebrating. This is the gospel. Anything else? is not even necessary. Any other discussion is not even necessary because we know that God told us to set our affections on things above and not things on this earth. For ye are dead, verse 3, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Where is your life? Hid with Christ in God. 
reality and fleshly things starting to happen, we set our affections on things above. And we ask the Lord to deal with it. Father, I don't like this envy that has come up in my heart. Please, Father, take it out of my heart. I don't like that I'm jealous right now. Please, Lord, take that out of my heart. I don't like that I had angry words and they made me mad and I went from zero to a hundred in two seconds. Lord, take that away from me. That's fleshly. That's not of you. I am here with you. Take that away, Father. I don't want that in my, in my spirit. I don't want it in me. We have the responsibility to cleanse our hearts through God all the time. I heard somebody in Sunday school say, we should repent daily, and we should. And we should. Just like we should take a bath at least every day or every other day to cleanse the dirt and the, and the, and the funk and everything off of our bodies from walking in this world, we need to repent and be with God to cleanse our spirits. Because if we don't keep cleansing our spirits, things will set up. Things will happen. The wares of life can can maneuver in if we just sit back and, 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 and do nothing about it. But God is saying, come to me. Cast your cares on me because I care about you. Give me what you can't handle because when you can't handle it, my spirit is the strongest. When you are the weakest, he's the strongest. He just wants you to give it to him and establish that communication and get that line going back and forth because that print that that spiritual line that spiritual spiritual connection that spiritualness and that touch of god is what keeps us going if we don't get the touch of god if we don't get that spiritualness and uh, his, his word and what we need to infuse and make our spiritual man stronger we are going to be weak now is the time to discipline yourself because there's going to be a time in the future where you're going to lean on all of that discipline and all of that substance that you got with God. You're going to lean on that. That's what's going to sustain you through the crop and the mess that's going to go on in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in the United States of America, in the world, and beyond. So what he's saying is establish it. Make sure it's strong. Strengthen it. How else do you strengthen your spirit? As we started doing this year, 2021, start fasting. Start fasting. Deny yourself of the things that you like so that you can get closer to God for a period of time. When you fast, when you are weak, God is the strongest. When we deny our fleshly wants and desires, our spirit man gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Just like if we give our body what we want and what we like, the body is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. We want the body to slim down. We want the spirit man to get big. So we have to start taking measures to make sure that our spirit life is connected and strong. He said, now how do we do that? Here we go. Let's go to verse 4. Verse 5. Mortify, therefore. Now, mortify means kill. Kill.
can forgive sins. That's blasphemy. Because none of us have the power to forgive our sins. Only God can do that. And we're not God. Only Jesus, God, and the Holy Ghost is God. And we have to be subservient, and we have to submit to their wills. That's the bottom line. Now, if anybody got to submit, we all got to submit to God. Okay, and I'm almost done. Um, but he also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication. And I'm looking at all of us here on the line. We have to control it. If it's coming up and out, control it. God is not pleased. He's not pleased with what some of the stuff that comes out of our mouth. And some of the stuff that comes out of our mouth might not even be a swear word or a cuss word. It could be a lie. It could be smearing somebody. It could be hurting somebody's character. It could be gossiping about somebody. It could be telling somebody's business that they didn't want you to know. That's what he's talking about. That's filthy communication. Mind your business. Don't be in other people's business. Don't spread other people's business. That's for, that's for them and God. What is for you and God is your business. And your business should be getting yourself in line with what God tells you to be. Out of your mouth. Lie not to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. We, our old man, we, he's dead. He's dead. The old man is dead. He's under, he's in the grave. The old man is gone. Think about the way you used to act and the way you act now. Think what you used to be and what you are now. Don't let that used to be come back alive. God got rid of that. He don't want to talk about that no more. It's over. So wouldn't it be so foolish of us to start acting like we used to act? Why would we go back there? Why wouldn't we let anybody take us back there? So God is saying, be true to who you are. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Sidnethian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. So the bottom line is, no matter who you are, what your creed is, what country you came from, uh, what color you look like, who your mama came from, uh, you know, all of those things, it's all about us and God and being in God. So I guess I'll leave you with, let's keep our channels clear, let's strengthen those channels, and let's get closer to God. Because he already won the battle for us, y'all. He already won the battle. So why don't we just relax and know and research and see what God is saying so that we can watch the show as it passes us by. Because we know who won. God bless you. I now give it back to the pastor. Amen. We thank the Lord for the word of God from the Sunday school until Dr. Lanningham's message. And you know, that one part you read, Dr. Lanningham, it's funny because some of that stuff I'm going to be on next week and you already didn't, didn't open it up. It, That's how God do, Pastor. And it, it's That's a, how God do. We don't even know it. It just connects. 
it's it's in a different book also. It ain't in Colossians. It's in a different book. Yeah. Kind of the things what you were saying, but then then when I went back and I read, can't nobody judge us of meat or drink or of a holy day nor the Sabbath. Can't nobody judge us for those days. We have to keep living and and we got to make sure we ain't to judge also. And when people do things, and we, we, we got to stand back. We, we're not to judge. We got to be on the sideline praying for each other. That's what we got to do right now. This this, this showing up is praying time. And, and, and I hope you all prepared. We got a month. We're going back in the house of the Lord on May 2nd. That's a Sunday. We're heading back in there. And listen, y'all, I can't promise to y'all and tell y'all that we're going to stay open we don't we, the way let me tell you the way this thing is going i mean i hate to say it but the scientists are saying it if 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 in a lot of people it's not getting shots they open up north division them people are barely going now and they saying that they got more vaccine than people and why is it the north side people coming and getting shots. That's why it's at the barbershop. Even the barbershop trying to convince the people that it's safe. Now, it's up to you whether you're going to take it or not. But I'd rather take a gamble and taking it than catching that stuff. So, and and, and they said, what is it, 80%, Dr. Lanham, before it comes, is 80%. If we can get... So listen, y'all y'all be encouraged. It's up to you to take it. If you don't take it, we don't judge you on, on that either. We don't we don't judge. Hey, we love you. You know, and I want y'all to come back to the house of the Lord and I want y'all to feel safe. Cause I do have a peace in my spirit for me. Have a peace I don't ha I haven't had no peace up until now for me. Looking into me. And uh what is that called, Dr. Lanham? I know cause me and you watch a lot of it. it's 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 when Yep, I got I got halfway through it yesterday. I got another half to do. Okay. Yeah, so let's keep moving forward, and I, I pray that this thing Hold don't. On, Go ahead. In the, uh, let me put it in the chat so everybody. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh -huh. So we are gonna keep moving forward. We are gonna open up May second, and like I said, you know, if ninety percent or eighty percent of the people in this country had to be vaccinated for that thing to really stop. Before it could quit jumping from person to person, so that's that that's what they're looking at now. And I'm just gonna be honest and tell y'all they they're shaking their head. They're shaking their head because a lot of people that's not taking a the shot, they, they they them things are turning to variants, you know, to different degrees, <laughs> you know, they get stronger and all that kind of stuff. That's what the scientists said. I'm just looking at them because whether I believe it or not, they're gonna say what they say and they're gonna do what they do. And we're going to have to do what we do. But I believe God got us covered. 
I believe he got us covered. And I don't think that we should be walking into a storm knowing it's a storm either. Right. You know, so, hey, we're here now. This is it. We're going to roll okay, on. I'm sorry. I put it in Go there. Uh, yep. uh, For those that, if you don't have YouTube on your TV, you can download it on your phone. Right. You, and go on. Yep. And if you have Prime Video, if you guys are uh, a Prime Video app, if you use Prime, it's on Prime. It's on Prime. So, we thank the Lord for each and every last one of y'all. We. Make sure you say prophecy movie. Yeah. Cause it's a. You want the full thing? It's two mm -hmm. about two hours. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back All on right. on Wednesday. We'll be back at six o'clock. And who we getting on on Wednesday, Pastor? The husband. <laughs> oh boy. We're gonna talk about the. We're mother. Mother. Oh, we're gonna be talking about the husband on Wednesday. <laughs> boy, I tell you, we. We've been having the ball, you know. Hey, they talk what the women should be doing, and and it's all good, you know. It's all good. And now we gonna we're dealing with the man, uh, because the woman's supposed to treat us good, and she's supposed to cook, and she. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been we've been having fun, y'all. We we get on we've been having fun. So y'all come on at six o'clock. I'm telling you, and it's excellent. And we're gonna stay we're gonna stay on Zoom. Uh even when we go back on Wednesday night, we're gonna keep our Bible study. You're not gonna have to come out. Uh we only gonna go out on Sundays and then we got the right. prayer on Thursday from four thirty. You could come on on the prayer line and we're gonna keep moving. We're gonna keep moving and keep watching and keep praying and see how this thing is going because I see you know. <laughs> We don't know which way this thing gonna go, but we know God got us. Amen. Regardless, Amen. regardless what. Okay, go ahead. Um, I believe it's May eighth. We're gonna do our cry out for prayer, and um, June nineteenth, we're gonna do our hot dogs for hope by our church. But um, we haven't announced the um missionary yet that we are working on a um. Community hot dogs for hope over in the um garden homes right, area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what the evangelism team doing with the um, Pastors United. We we doing a lot of legwork, but that is our big event that is coming up June sixth. But yes, we uh, are doing um, a lot. Share the Lord is joining with these organizations so that we can um build our communities. 
But that's um, I'll give y'all more details about June 6th. But as far as Jesus' way, our hot dogs of hope is June the 19th, and I cry out for prayers May May 8th, I think. Right, and keep so, an announcing it with with the time, cause uh, yeah, yes, we sir. we want to join in uh, with uh, Garden Homes over in that area and for the community. Oh yeah, I'm gonna definitely let everybody know about that one. Right, we, it just ain't Jesus the way y'all. Uh, we we coming with it. We got to be helpful wherever we can find you know a hand to do. We we need right. to be we need to be doing it, and let's stay protected. Keep your mask on. Don't 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 think cause you got you know like I got both of my shots and. I'm down the road. I yeah, I still keep my mask on. Now, I I don't have to have it on when somebody, Dr. Lanningham and time went on her and the husband. I could go and talk to them. I don't have to have no mask. Yeah, that's great. That's the, the difference between getting vaccinated or not. We're going to stay prayerful. We love every, we don't have nobody to throw away. We don't throw away nobody. We love everybody, and Beatrice, we're so glad to see you. And we got yes. T we got we got Tierra down there. We're glad to see you. We got Nikki, uh, Wanda, Jeffrey, yeah, all of y'all. So Every glad to see, see Dick down there. I'm glad to see Jeff. All y'all. Yes. We love, and we're gonna continue love to love and keep moving forward. Can you close us out, Doctor Lanningham? Thank you. I thank you for how you have, have braided our hearts together that we care about each other because we are family, Lord. And we ask that you touch the folks that we haven't seen in a while, yes. Father. You, your all-seeing eye has a watchful sight on all of our members that we can't see. So we're believing and trusting you that you will give them what they need and you will keep them in your will. Father, bless our week as we go on, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And allow the things that you have told us today to settle into our hearts. Give us a mind to research and keep looking and keep searching your word because those jewels are in there and you will open them up to us and allow us to be blessed by them. And we'll always be careful to give you the glory and the praise that's due to you. Let everyone say thank God. Thank God. Amen. 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 All right, we see y'all on Wednesday night. Okay. We love y'all. Bye-bye, everybody. All right. <laughs>